Hello, everybody. My name is Drew, and I love Star Trek. That's right. It's another week of Cosmic Crit Play Star Trek Adventures. I hope you guys enjoyed our first episode of that and our first stream. Oh, gosh, more, almost a year ago now. And I thought I'd talk to you guys a little bit of what, what the experience has been like for me GMing something uh, for the first time. Because, uh, you know, that last week, little little bit of a show killer, little bit of a of a of a four hour experience, uh, a, a a Marvel movie length, if you will. And that's sort of where I come into uh, episode two. It's it's about a month later when we did the second stream. And I've started to learn some lessons. I've learned, you know, what what I've prepared is not necessarily everything I need to do. I don't need to do everything. I can let players go to sleep, for example. And uh, so this one's not going to be quite as long. Uh, another note that I will have as we get started with this is that we did record all of these live streaming to to the Internet. So sometimes the real world gets in the way. So we're going to start off with this episode and you're going to notice that one person isn't exactly there and then they're going to kind of join a bit into the way. Uh, and so that's where we're going to start tonight with episode two of Cosmic Crit Plays Star Trek Adventures. We are not ourselves. Here's here's an honest question. So we know that the Federation in Star Trek is a post-scarcity society. Mm. They don't have money. They don't have hunger because of things like replicators. They don't really have need for any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But one, I just actually, this whole thing is going to, do they have the actual recipe for Coca-Cola? You know, that one that's like locked in a vault that nobody has. Do they have that recipe? I, I feel like, I feel like the computers are strong enough. I mean, they're probably strong enough now to reverse engineer that recipe completely. Yeah, I was well, just about here, to say the part, same thing. Part yeah. two. Part two. Oh, boy. The Federation rose, Earth, Earth, the United Earth rose after World War III. Mm. Did Coca-Cola survive World War III? You know, they didn't because the only restaurant after the apocalypse is Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Taco Bell. And they are a Pepsi, Pepsi product. That means Baja Blast is means here, a franchise baby. war joke. Here, here's, here's, yeah, the, the question we should, we, the question we should be asking is not, did Coke survive the war? Did Coke start the war? <laughs> they fired mm. the first refreshing shot. I don't know, it's been a long time. <laughs> with that little gun, with, from that little gun behind the bars. I'd like they, to they... teach the world to sing only one song. Somebody, yeah, somebody, <laughs> Coke asked somebody if they wanted a Fanta, and they said no thanks. And then uh, that was just the final straw. Is Pepsi okay? It isn't. Blast. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, well, the, what well, I will say, well though. Well done, everybody. I, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of I us. I think we can group. go home. We don't need to play the game tonight, right? <laughs> Honestly, That's all we've got for this edition. All right, gang. So let's talk about where we left off the last time we were here because of course this is the return to these characters and in a uh, traditional cosmic crit fashion we've got a last time on quiz <gasps> Ooh. oh no so i've developed a couple of questions take notes about this game i'm regarding got a decision. couple of questions here uh well i'm gonna ask you you guys can if you guys get all three questions right nothing happens if you get all three <laughs> questions wrong uh, we'll see what happens i don't like this uh, game at all 
So question number one, uh, the majority of the, the adventure last time took place on another ship. What was the name of that ship? <laughs> yeah, no, Todd, we're, we're going to look at you for all these. Yeah, oh, God, and I didn't take a single note. <laughs> I'm Googling uh, the starter adventure set. You can't stop me. It'll be fine. It's like, it, it, look, I when I started watching Star Trek, I watched in the middle of some random season. It was just randomly on, and I turned out just fine. Still love it. It makes you feel better. I don't remember anything about what happened in the first one, so I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm going to say right the, US, the USS Grundle. Was it the USS the USS it was Grundle? not. That was not mm. the USS Grundle. It was USS the USS Drew's sure, mom. Pretty sure it was. <laughs> the Grundle. It was the USS Alcubierre. I knew that. Oh, yeah. We were right the, off the tongue. Named ship. for the physicist who proposed an actual warp engine in real life that you can see a number of interviews with him on YouTube. Ooh. Question the second. Your team ran into an ensign that was on the Alcubierre that was hiding. Ensign Jim LaSalle. Where did he ask you to meet with him? Stellar cartography. Yeah, Stellar cartography. I was going to say the star map room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Stellar cartography. That was it. And finally, we find that something has taken over the Romulan subcommander that was leading the Romulans on the Alcubierre. What are the name of the creatures that took over it's the Romulan It's a blue slug, guys. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what it is. It's that little though. purple, like, bifanged slug-looking they're called. Thing. They're called conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a trick question. There is no canonical name for what these things are called. They are <coughs> often referred to as the conspiracy aliens, the neural parasites, no. or just the parasitic creatures. We got yeah. it right. The blue slugs. Way to go. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, you, do you remember when, when Star Trek decided to make conspiracy because they were like, maybe we should have like a plot. And then they abandoned it. Well, they abandoned it. It just well, went away. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, TNG season one had a number of those things. Do you remember when the Ferengi were supposed to be the new big, bad, evil crew? I do. <laughs> that, I do remember that. <laughs> that, that, had, that had had laser whips and wearing furs. and Yeah. They were like these little tenacious, uh, like feral kind of just... Not, uh, not very uh, intimidating. Not no. But then, but then not we then we then we meet them in Star Trek Enterprise, and they're just like bumbling pirates. Like, well, so Armin Shimmerman, Quark from Deep Space Nine, played yeah. one of those original Ferengi, and oh wow, and claims that that he only took the role of Quark to redeem that entire alien race. For... <laughs> and he did. And, and he, he did. did. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Quark is the only character I think of when I think Ferengi, so he did it. Didn't... Yeah. Didn't Deep Space Nine have like a little kid Ferengi? Yeah. Like, yeah. Nog, Quark's yeah, nog, nephew, nog, nog. who has one of the best character arcs in all of Star Trek. It's yeah. absolutely it's not fantastic. Bad. And rest in peace, Aaron Eisenberg. Oh, um, man. <laughs> all right. Way to go. <laughs> uh, and they, it, even, they even named a ship after him in uh, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, in, in Star Trek Discovery, there's not just a ship, but it's the USS Nog, but the class of that ship is the Eisenberg class. Yeah. So they get, he, he they, they're honoring him in, in as many ways as they can. Yeah. So, so let's break down into this new act two or episode two. We okay. are not ourselves. 
All right, switching over to new game screen mode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excited to see this in real life myself. <laughs> I've only seen it in Photoshop so far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, hey, look at that. Still yes, not, so not, not, not Tyler is not here. <laughs> Captain's Log from the Cavian Stellar Circuit 831.11. The return of the neural parasites has rattled Starfleet Command. While we are certain that the Romulan Star Empire has been compromised, we don't yet know the full extent. Whether the Federation has been infiltrated is unknown, but an air of suspicion has descended, even among the crew. They look at each other, wondering who among them may be working against us, even now. Who among us? <laughs> is it? Are, are we going to just play Among Us all night instead ah. of this game? Drew, is that your, your end goal here? Find out who's got the parasite in them? Y'all are acting sus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. This this Todd fella. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know him too well. Like I, I have known the rest of you for years, but I got no read on Todd. If he starts, we did we see him eat a burger or did we see him eat a, a bunch of maggots out of a bowl? <laughs> a little xenomorph mouth came out of his mouth when he was eating it. <laughs> we have left Starbase 117 with new orders. Kortar, the same Klingon armored space station that called away the Romulan warbird Decius from the Alcubierre, has suddenly gone dark. Starfleet intelligence intercepted an ominous message sent by the station's commander. In it, the Klingon appeared mad, as if suffering from some form of delirium. With flames roaring in the background, he shouted, We are not ourselves! Before venting the station's atmosphere into space. Oh boy. As we are the nearest ship, the Klingons have given us permission to investigate. I have a bad feeling about what we may find there. Hmm. I got a bad feeling about this. That's a that's a Star Trek line, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they want some, they can come get some. That's exactly so that... what a blue slug alien controlled person might say. <laughs> so with that, let's take ourselves over to the Kortar station. I'll have you know that now that I know that there's a test, I'm taking notes. Oh, good, good, good. good. <laughs> Your ship arrives at the Klingon Armored Space Station, Kortar. On the border of unexplored space, Kortar is a neglected outpost of the Empire. In its heyday, at the height of Klingon expansion, <coughs> this was an important station, but now it sits in one of the outermost frontier regions all but forgotten. Only those who have fallen out of favor with their superiors find themselves posted here. So we have now made it to the system. We know that there are a few things that we can do. And as we get started here, we think about Star Trek. We think about what people do when they, you know, arrive in a new system to try to figure out what's going on as we investigate a new place. Uh, what What's one thing that you might want to do, gang, as, as Star Trek fans? Blow it to smithereens. Blow Fire it to smithereens. torpedoes. No, we, we got to scan for signs of life and perhaps any other difficulties with the engineering of the the station. Maybe see if yeah, there's something so wrong. Let's, let's run a sensor sweep. And I mentioned this to you guys before we start before we went live today. If you guys missed our first round, Star Trek Adventures is a 2d20 system, meaning every everything that you do, you roll 2d20s and 
you're actually trying to get closer to one than you are closer to 20. But as part of this, we've also talked about the system for momentum. And this is when you get extra successes, more successes than you need, you can use that to bank momentum and spend that to get more information. Because that was something we did a little bit in episode one, but as we get into episode two, that is gonna become much more important. And this is where you guys having zero momentum at the start, I will go ahead and tell you to roll for sensors because we are on the USS Magellan. Not only will one of you be rolling sensors, it's a reason plus science task. If you guys remember your character sheets, you'll also be rolling with the ship systems and the ship has its own sensors plus science. So if you guys, if somebody wants to volunteer to open up the ship stats. I've, I've so got them both those. right here, Drew. Ray so Rock. here's where I will tell you the difficulty of this is zero. Yeah. You can get the information right now without roll, but there's information that you can get if you spend momentum or if you buy with threat. Mm, so I, I can't just roll. We'd have to venture something forth in order to uh, to make a roll. Now, if you get successes, you get momentum for every oh. excess success. Oh. So if you roll two successes right here, or three, because you've also got the ship, you have an opportunity. So do I roll these separately? Yes. Yeah, so you'll roll your two and then the ship sensors and science, I think is only one because it's assisting in the sensors and science. Okay. Wait, wait this... a sec. So it's difficulty zero. Yes. So we need at least one success to move forward. Oh, okay. Yep. For some you reason... don't actually, no, you don't actually need well, any success. Yeah, I but we want you... successes. But you want successes because there's For some reason, that... I thought that meant that the number we were supposed to hit was zero, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no, you need zero successes. To hit okay. AC zero. Right, so the ship's sensors are a nine, and their science department is a three, so I need to hit a 12 or lower on 2d20. Is that right? Uh, yes. Alright, I'm going to do the ship first. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, yeah. Here comes my low rolls, baby. Uh, two successes. Do you roll? Now, now no, here's where no, it's, I it's don't one, remember. It's one success, but if I roll the one, it would count as two. But I don't know if the ship rolls two dice or if it just rolls one. Because it's assisting you. So I think you only roll one d20. Well, either way, I rolled... At or below it. on both. So that's My. one. So, so that's one success. And keep in mind, <clears throat> now if you're rolling, there are sometimes ways to get extra successes if you have a focus. Right. Um, I don't know that any of your focuses are going to affect this, but yeah, mine are mostly for the old con. I don't really have a value to enact here either. Doot, 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 doot. Yeah, so I, I have a very good reason and science. So I have a fourteen with those two combined. So I'm just gonna just gonna roll that as well. Roll under a fourteen. Roll it all day long, Drew. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, I rolled a two though as well. Doesn't that count as a success? It does. Mm. But a twenty, a natural twenty, counts as a complication. No, no, but I did so well on, or I did, did, did so, so poorly well. on the others. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let this succeed, but succeed at cost. What that cost is, you will find out later. But for now, 
you have rolled two successes off of a off of a difficulty zero. So I'm going to give you the information that your mm-hmm. regular success gets, and then I will give you the option to spend any momentum for any other information. So you've scanned the area and you've scanned the the space station Cortar. I can tell you that there are no life signs on the station. The station is dead. There are no other vessels docked with the station and none within sensor range. Mm-hmm. Slightly out, there is an asteroid field where you see an escape pod drifting there that does show one very faint life sign aboard. The life sign appears to be Klingon and the pod has suffered some hull damage. Klingon life pod. I will relay this to our commander who's just getting uh, to the bridge. Yeah, Tyler, you missed the first roll of <laughs> and the our game, captain. so you're not <laughs> you're not too far behind. Yeah, we we vamped, we vamped so good. You'd be so proud, Tyler. <laughs> to bring you up to speed, we are investigating a Klingon a space station called Kortar that has gone dark. Crazy Klingons were running out of there saying, we are not ourselves. So that is the information that I can give you. Now, there are some other bits of information that maybe you notice something on a scan that you could run a slightly deeper scan to find out. You can do so by spending a momentum to gain information. How much momentum do we have? Two. Okay. And to make it easy on you, I will tell you, there are two bits of information. Th- this will not be another dice roll. This is just additional information that I can tell you gameplay-wise. So, no. So you told, us that, you told us that the station is dead. Do we have readings on whether on any systems having power, like weapons? I'm going to need to see that momentum, gang. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know how I feel? Spend it now? I, I'm, I'm leaving that to the group. I mean, it's a it's a Klingon outpost, so I assume it's armored. But if the, if we don't have any life signs, I'm wondering if there's even power going to the station. Because if there is not, we should probably go get that escape pod. Because I think there's a good chance that that person probably knows something about that. <clears throat> That'd be my first suggestion, and uh, is, is to go get them. Yeah, yeah, because they could be dying as we deliberate. Yep. All right. So y'all just want to move on. No, no more information. Nothing else. Fortune favors the bold. All right. So uh, the the asteroid field is in medium range from your ship, about one zone away. So if you want to go to find that escape pod, you're going to have to go into the asteroid field to get it. Oh, I'm, I'm ready for a, a flight challenge. <laughs> so... I'm on phasers, standing by to take out some of these asteroids. All right, so here we go. If you would like to, as the con officer, Patrick, if you would like to try to maneuver into the asteroid field, it is a control plus con task. Okay. Assisted by the ship's engines plus con. And this is a difficulty two. Engines plus con. Wow, the ship's departments are not that great so that's a 12 for the ship roll and a 15 for me i do have the bold con talent which i could use here and re-roll you also have a focus in navigation so i would allow any success to count as two successes okay so i'm sorry did you look up or or am i supposed to roll two for the let's see because ship it seems like everything should roll 2d20 in the system but 
Well, but but anytime that like another player assists you, mm-hmm. that that counts as let's see. I'm not gonna more d20s. So it's like the ship assisting. Well, that is the nomenclature in the book itself. That makes sense. Let me let me roll for the ship first, then I'll just roll one d twenty. See how we're, see how we doing. It is exactly a success. Is that what I said? Twelve. Yes. Yes. Good job. Okay, and for me, so navigation is a focus. The potentially count as more successes the bold talent whenever i attempt a task using the con skill i can buy one or more bonus d20s by adding to threat and i can re-roll a single dice in the dice pool you also have momentum that you can spend to get another die if you want to spend it's it's one momentum for one dice and three mm-hmm. for a, another one after that so do we already have one success that. because of the ship's roll or Yes, but but okay. the, that success only counts if Patrick gets a success. Oh, okay. I think I'll just chance it, folks, and roll a couple d20, because I do get to re-roll one of these. Let's see, whatever you have. I'm well, glad no, it's you, I guess, dice in hand and not me. I think I only get to re-roll this if I buy. Especially after Tuesday, Tyler. So... Drew, adding to threat, is that just for this scene? That adds to my threat for the, the rest episode. of the game. Uh, all right. Well, I, I don't want to do that. Right to, to, I mean, to start to let you know, I start out with 10 threat because it's two per player. Okay. So Never mind. I'm, I'm doing it. Threats. I'm doing it. I'm rolling <laughs> 3d20 then. Boop. And that's using Take your threat. No, that is adding to the threat count. Oh, that was almost a natural one. Yeah, I got a 7, a 13, and a 17. We doing old prime numbers here? Yeah, we're all doing prime numbers. <laughs> so, so what was your your number to hit was 15? Yes. So so, so uh, that is going to count as four successes for you. Okay. Well, I, I can re-roll one of these. Should I just re-roll the 17 to see if I can navigate even better? I mean, it's a risk. You could also roll a natural twenty, hit a twenty like oh. you did earlier. Oh, I'm not. I <laughs> I do not have that luck. I don't think so. I'm going for it. I'm rerolling the seventeen. Five. All I'm right. the best so, pilot. So right now, is anybody who who is volunteering to to be the one to count all of your momentum right now? Tyler will I, do it. I volunteer as tribute. I'm keeping it on my sheet too. So. All right. We'll, I know. We'll I, I know. Last, la, la, last time I was the one who kept track of it, and literally nobody ever asked me how many we had. I don't think. <laughs> I think everybody just we kept could, it. We, three of us could keep track of it, and we'll have a mini blockchain. It's true. Yes. So, with that said, you have rolled three successes with your focus in navigation. Woo-woo. You have six successes, which means that you have uh, four extra. Momentum, so you're now maxed out at six momentum. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> That's how I fly. I love that you guys succeeded at that because if you, although I wish you hadn't because y'all forgot to put the shields up and that would have caused some damage to. <laughs> no, damage I, I, to... I needed all that energy to hold on to fly. Are you seriously are gonna like make the players go and say shields up? The default, unless a player specifically raised them. It's right there on the page. <laughs> Does it require rolling? Uh, no, it's just that that you would have been hit by an asteroid, hmm. and 
and then your ship would have taken damage. Not but on, it just not on my watch, Drew. Drew, that's like video games that let you walk into fire and <laughs> yourself. It's like, I can't believe my character is that much of an idiot. Like, like, I like it when games are like, no, your character's not so dumb they're going to stand on fire. Yet every every gamer walks into fire. It's like, like gamers do two things every time. Do I take fall damage? Do I take fire damage? And we walk into those Absolutely. every single time. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. If I get hit, does my health go back up automatically, or do I have to find an item? So what do you guys want to do? You, you're you're in range of the, the escape pod. Tractor beam. tractor beam it? Okay. You can try the tractor beam. Anybody, anybody else want to uh, come out with we... another? Can we scan it first and make sure that it's not booby trapped? Your scans did not come up with any booby traps earlier. Okay. Then uh, you just no you noticed that it was damaged. Okay. Then I'd say tractor beam and go ahead and notify medical staff. All right. So Lieutenant Commander Folos, just fire lasers on that. <laughs> as far as life signs, when we scanned lasers. earlier, it was like faint life signs. Is that right? Yes. Meaning, what does that mean? That, in, in Star Trek, that usually translates to whoever is in there is dying. Fading. Yeah, they're or fading. Okay. They're fading they're really, fast. Okay. Uh, well, uh, what's my name? Dr. Duprell. Dr. Duprell is, next is going to be standing by with, with her first aid kit. Next, next to last time on quiz, what is Rebecca's character's name? <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> We all give up. All right. So. Oh, is it called a first aid kit? I feel like it's called something more science. It's a med, med it's kit. It's a med kit. Med kit? A med oh, that's a Starfinder that, term. Okay. Still less fancy. <laughs> We're not completely out. We're not completely out of in the dark, deep woods here. There's still some, some crossover. You know, it's actually pretty interesting. We talked a lot about it when we started Starfinder in that the starship combat, I thought, worked very similar to how spaceships worked in Star Trek. Mm. The shields, you know, like go down in certain points and you can like rebalance them. And there's a lot of cool mechanics there. I felt like it all serviced, served combat and not exploration though. Yeah. I mean, they definitely chopped some space, <laughs> literal and figurative out. Yeah. Like this is how this role affects combat. This is how this role affects combat. It's like, and, and, okay. And, and the stats that you have on ground combat aren't the stats that you have in space combat, so you have to build your character in two dynamically different ways, which you don't have to do here, anyway. which is really cool. Just a little uh, aside. So with <laughs> that said... Like, stop talking about... Alright, alright, security chief. Let's try to bring this pod in. So the tractor beam is going to be your role, control plus security. And assisted by the ship's structure plus security. Okay, so. Now, but I got some more information for you here. So okay. Hang on. You do notice that as you try to scan to get a lock, you're having a hard time getting a lock. So with this, the difficulty is going to be three. Okay. In addition to that, because there is structural damage to the, the escape pod, the complication range, meaning the range at which when you roll and get a complication, is three. Meaning complications now occur on, on a 20, a 19, or an 18. Okay. Now, tractor beam is not your only option. It is certainly an option. 
So if you uh, want to, as a group, think about that, I can give you a second to, to, to come up with another idea. I mean, if we can have, if I can have my security team standing by, we can beam them directly to sickbay. Beam them directly to sickbay. All right. I love it. I love it. So the transporter. I, is, 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 is everybody down for that? Yeah, well, I don't love well, the joy that Drew had at that idea. Like, I was about oh, to say, oh, what? you're just going to send them straight there? Sweet. <clears throat> I, now, I think, so, so it, it's this is just this is just fun because like I don't know this is really the first time we've done anything transporter related. Mm. So, transporters. Can Dr. Japrell have some security detail? I was about to say, the, yeah, uh, I, can mo- I can mobilize. I, I, I can mobilize my squad. Did we tell everyone in command back on the Magellan about what happened with the the Romulan officer? Like, did we Wait. keep any of that information secret or? No, you you submitted all that to Okay, I'm just saying, should yeah. should we be wary of this in teleporting this person onto our ship? Like like Rebecca said, is this a have security there? Would that be tipping off everyone that something's up here, or is that so standard protocol? If we can beam them directly to sickbay, can we act? Does our sh- is does our ship come equipped with EMH? I mean, you have your medical officer standing right there. So. Yeah, but uh, we're, but the question is to protect the medical officer. Can we activate the EMH? I, I I don't know. Let's talk about this first, though. Okay. So normally uh, to beam anything aboard, it's a control plus engineering task that is assisted by the ship's sensors plus engineering, and the difficulty is normally two. But there are some other factors. The Klingon is not on a transporter pad. It's floating out there in space. That adds one to the difficulty. You can beam it straight to the transporter room, or you can beam it straight to sickbay. But if you beam it straight to sickbay, that adds another difficulty point. Could we actually beam the entire pod to a shuttle bay and have medical and security teams standing by? That would still be a secondary location. Because, um, well, I, I was just thinking because if something goes wrong, we can just open the airlock and shoot it back out in space. <laughs> so, so what you what you have noticed, and this is something that I'm going to to go ahead and tell you guys now, because you've run into this a couple of times. There was also the addition of something in the asteroid field that is interfering with these signals that is adding a plus one to everything. Mm. So technically, if you do if you do the transporter, it's two plus one, plus one if you want to send it anywhere other than the transporter room, plus one because it's <laughs> it's got this stuff in the in, in the system. Minovsky you, particles. Close enough. But minus one if the task is performed from the transporter room. So, so hmm. I would say let's teleport them from the transporter room to the transporter room with medical and security in the transporter room ready for them. The entire pod, or just the life just form? To, just we're, the life we're, we're we're treating this as the entire pod or the life form. It's it's yeah, gonna I, be. I'm saying I'm saying just the life forms into the transporter room fr- from the, the pod. The, transporter is, the room. pod is is not really a factor unless you're using the tractor beam. Okay. And we had trouble locking on the tractor beam, so. Yeah. Yeah. I so can... so basically, right now you have the gamble between. Do I want to go for a number of successes because the transporter is a, num- a larger number of successes or the tractor beam, which is a smaller number of successes, but a larger range for complications to happen? 
I would go for the transporter. Yeah, because any sort of the the transporter should filter out any sort of pathogens, so that at least checks that off the list. I so. just think it's cooler. I do not yes, have good reason. Like it is also Todd cooler. Has. <laughs> <laughs> All it's right. also cooler. <laughs> so this is where you've got control plus engineering for like uh, actually who wants to do the transporter? Because again, we could we should look at our character sheets and see, you know, does the engineer have a better you know anything to do with transporters yeah because i have a two in engineering so probably not probably not what is that i do it what's the attribute that control plus engineering assisted by the ship's sensors plus engineering anybody have any applicable focuses anything like that i've got squad tactics so i can go ahead and mobilize my my squad to the transporter room but that's about it Mm, yeah. Controls uh, a controls a, a bad stat for me. Engineering isn't, but I, I have a fourteen with those two. It's probably the uh, best. I, I have a I have a twelve. Lieutenant Commander Jang is stacked. Got some great <laughs> stats. So with that said, keep in mind that you can have people assist. I will allow, let's say, someone who is attempting to save the life of this person, like the doctor, to assist in scanning and getting a lot. The ship is also assisting you. If anybody else would like to assist and has a a reasonable reason why they think they could, speak now. I'm sorry, are you saying I should assist? Maybe you want to. I mean, you get- I only have an 11. I can so- I mean, it, transporters are usually the engineering department's whole whole thing. Right. I was yeah. going to say, so Patrick has a 14. I have a 13 okay. because my engineering is four. So then let's do this. Let's have both myself and let me get back to the list of names. Since <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's have let's have Commander Linaris and Lieutenant Commander Folos standing by ready to uh, alongside the doctor, ready to receive the person we're about to teleport. And then both Lieutenant Commander Zhang and Hannerdell can work the, the transporter itself. Drew, could I apply the focus of small craft at all in this in this circumstance? That would apply more for shuttlecrafts and small, yeah. uh, small other things than I, I figured would say applies much. here. If you were having to pilot an escape pod, I might give it to you. But in this case, I don't think that's Or pilot one of our shuttles out to the escape pod. So who who's making the, the main roll, Tyler? Sorry. You are. All right. Uh, gonna... Zhang's going to make the main roll. Seth says character. Hannah Dell is going to make the assist roll. And, and, then... and y'all are stacked with momentum right now. Y'all can spend momentum to get extra dice. Yeah. Probably... Oh, we're definitely going to do that. I, I would say I do would that for it. the assists. Right. I don't think they. I, I think it has to be you that okay. that has the extra dice. So let's uh, just make sure. Let's just make sure we get all of this. It's difficulty two. Plus one, because it's not on the transporter pad, or because he's not. He's out floating out in space. Plus one because of the location trait. Hmm. You're beaming them to the transporter room from the transporter room. So I think that's only going to make that. Let's see. Yeah, two, three, 
Well, four. Well, Actually, it's just it's just three. a difficulty three. It's just okay. a difficulty three for going to the uh, yep. to the All transporter right. room. Do I do I have to do anything to get my squad? Because I've got focuses in squad tactics and starship internal security. If you want to be down there with the team, I will allow that to happen. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna mobilize. We're best mobilize friends. We're all team. there together, Todd. <laughs> yeah, we're ready in case something pops out of this. This chest. we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get some to, <clears throat> for wanting some. Okay, to, so that we can get some. I'm rolling. I'm gonna use one momentum, Tyler. I'm gonna roll okay. 3d20 right now. Bingo, bango, bungo. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> but oh no. That, a whirlwind oh, of emotions. No. <laughs> so three successes and one complication. Oh, was that five the ship's stuff? No, that yes. was the, the five was an early no an earlier roll. Yeah, it was it was from the asteroid field. I just rolled three d twenty for for this. So for those of you listening, a twenty, a seven, and a one, just all over this. this oh, dice. you know, for the sake of story, because I think it's more fun to go through the other rolls and do more stuff. I'm gonna let you ignore that complication. I'm just gonna let that succeed at cost. Yay! Okay. Do you want to have everyone else still uh, roll? So the the Does ship. That mean he gets remember the. Is that why he just did? Remember the the yeah. ship also. You do the ship sensors plus engineering. Okay, let's do that. Because that also applies. Who's doing that? I mean, we we just roll a d twenty, right? Yeah. Someone just roll a d twenty. I've rolled all the d twenty so far today. I think <laughs> someone so, else can yeah. take care of this one. Oh no! Todd rolled it first in my screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So again, this luckily we are not doing the tractor beam. That would have counted as a complication in the tractor beam. Doesn't count as a complication in the transporter, just counts as a fail. However, we do also have oh, also natural ones count as two. So we do have three successes with Patrick's and now with Han Ordell, our engineer, Seth's character. Oh wait, do I I only roll roll one die for an assist? You only roll roll one for an assist, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, that's what I was intending to roll, not the ship die so with that said i think you guys have enough successes to make this happen and you i think you get another you guys get another momentum back ah shame shame my tracker's on fire yeah so you have successfully transported the klingon to the transporter room and you notice the klingon is unconscious His cranial plates are unusually thick, and his body is developing some form of an exoskeleton. My team is standing by with the phasers ready and locked on. Seems paralyzed from the waist down, horribly mutilated with a gruesome injury on the back of his neck. He dies almost immediately. No! After you rescue him. No, that's rough. So, to just to let you guys know, what, what is happening? Not to make you guys feel bad, that was all, the only outcome. That was always going to happen. <laughs> no way to save this guy. So, at this point, you now have a dead Klingon on your transporter room, and Chief O'Brien is mad that he's going to have to spend the next 45 minutes cleaning this up. So, what you can do is you can take this bad boy to the sick bay to run an autopsy. Is that something you guys think you want to do? Sounds very logical to me. Uh, yes, but I would like to take some precautions. 
Yeah, um, have our weapons trained on his belly. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I, I just figured it out. Klingons are kind of space dwarves a little bit. Yeah, this is this is the adventure one sacrificial dwarf. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, yep. is, this, is, this is technically adventure two for us, right? I uh, say we beam the body onto the outside of the hall and send Doc in an EV suit to perform the autopsy <laughs> on the outside of the while, ship. I, while I'm whipping through the asteroid field. Well, yeah. the, the, autop <laughs> the autopsy does have to be done in sick bay. So I, I appreciate no, that. Rule of cool, Drew. Very simple. I would just like to, when, as we're transporting the the body, I also just want to make sure that we're that nobody else is interacting with it on its path there, and that we do a, a quick quarantine and scan all those who have been exposed to the body before we release them back to regular duty. Between the last adventure and this one, I've sat everyone down in my quarters and made them watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I've got all the classic sci-fi films. <laughs> queued nice. up that are, are similar to this. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. I think that's in canon. That could be... Pre-Third World War films. Jeez. I was about to say, I have to... <laughs> my character's obsessed with the 80s because that's like the only time I could definitely have these films. So you're up. saying your character is a member of the Orville cast. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. So let's flash forward to sickbay. So the, to do an autopsy, it is a reason plus medicine task. I'm assuming the doctor is going to be best for this. Assisted by the ship's sensors plus medicine. Oh. This is a difficulty of two, but if you have a focus on xenobiology or Klingon biology or anything like that, you, know, you can, of course, get extra successes as part of this. <laughs> I have a focus on small craft. I have a focus on blades, so that he might is, actually help with uh, the autopsy. <laughs> cut him open! <laughs> this Klingon does have an exoskeleton that's formed. For what, oh. I don't know if this applies here, but I do have virology. It could apply, but I don't know that this guy died from a virus. Hey, well, I don't like... know. I mean, that's that's what I'm going in to find out, right? Um, oh, but you do, but also... you do have you do have one for surgery. I would say surgery might be okay. more. Yeah, surgery. <coughs> okay. And All vigilance. Right. I mean. I'm gonna stand by with the doc and use my focus on fearless. And okay. speaking speaking of vigilance, I am going to wear a hazmat suit or whatever the equivalent is in the Star Trek universe because EV, I don't want to be infected by an alien. The only suits that exist in Star Trek in medicine are dark red knit <laughs> surgery suits. Yeah, this is not a lie. I'll show you one later. They look ridiculous. Do they uh, cover awesome. your nose and mouth or, you they know, cover, any other They cover tools? everything except your nose and mouth. <laughs> they, they, they cover your whole head and you just you look like this and it looks horribly uncomfortable. Seems very safe. Okay. So, uh, but I am yeah, safe so, because I am back in engineering. So just a reminder, <laughs> this is a difficulty of two. You've got your two dice. You've got the ship assisting with the die and you've got a full stack of six momentum that you can spend to get an extra success if you need. I, I can I help. I can roll for the ship. Okay. Can we, can we do great. that and then decide to use momentum? I'll allow it. Okay. We need a 12 for the ship. And I rolled an 11. I'm the best. I rolled my best. All right. So that, that success only counts if Rebecca gets a success here. Okay. You said reason and medicine, right? Reason and medicine for you. So I am aiming for 16 or below. Oh, easy peasy. 
I, I, this is Rebecca we're talking about. She, yeah, Rebecca I mean, loves rolling those roll high really numbers. High. But she only needs <laughs> to roll one success on two. Rebecca, you are cutting into a living thing, not an inanimate object. Yeah. Uh, technically, it's okay. technically it's dead. That's true. But, oh, so no, it is an inanimate object now. <laughs> well, I mean, break out the 20s, Don't Rebecca. Tell me that. Break Don't out tell the me 20s. That. All right. <laughs> I, I'm using the macro and the character sheet. We'll see if this works. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, that can't nice. be right. It looks. You got it. Oh, you rolled control and command, which is not what you. Oh, it looks like that's the, the two how it works. Yeah, you click okay. the two things. It's actually pretty cool. Can I re-roll you... that? I mean, you, you can, th those yeah. are two successes. Don't re-roll that. I was about to say, I think you got an 11 oh, what are the... and I can't Oh, okay. And a one? Yeah. It's a nine and a two. two. Yeah. No, no, no. She got a seven and a 14. She rolled a seven on one dice and a 14 on the other dice. Oh, yeah. That's... Her control is not. Her the the right. The zero <laughs> and the one. Yeah, yeah. Let's all just take a deep breath here. How are you getting that? Okay. All right. So. Here is another one of those moments where I can tell you some information, and if you would like to obtain further information, you can spin some momentum. Now, I which think I might recommend that you. I do. was about to say this might be where we want to start dishing it back to. Drew. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I want to. I want to know all the nitty gritty details of how this guy died. So, as previously mentioned, it has thick cranial plates, meaning the big forehead is thicker, developing yeah. an exoskeleton and has a gruesome injury on the back of its neck. That's what we knew just by looking at it. Okay, but, but why? But what you have learned is that the his mutations appear self-inflicted. Mm. It's as if he died cutting the parasite out of himself. We are not ourselves, huh? Rough. And the Klingon was in a de-evolutionary state, reverting to a more primitive form of the species which you only have on record because of some of the events of the USS Enterprise a couple of years ago when their whole crew de-evolved because Berkeley got the flu. Berkeley. Hold on, so they, they, were, they were becoming a devolved Klingon because yes. of the parasite. As long as we didn't get the de-evolution well, we thing from Janeway and the thing that happened, you know. <laughs> we don't know because of the parasite. We just know that it appears that he tried to cut the parasite out of himself or rip the parasite out of himself and that he was in a de-evolved state. Okay. Now, you can spend momentum to get more information. Let's do it. Let's yes, do it. please. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I will let you spend up to three. My goodness. Why not? Yeah. I say. Let's yeah. burn it all. All right. So you now you guys have spent three momentum. You now have three momentum left. So what you can also learn is that the that alien DNA was artificially introduced into the Klingon's genome. Okay. Hmm. A key sequence of nucleotides in the alien DNA matches Starfleet Medical's database on the neural parasites. Hmm. And it appears that the neural parasites DNA was rewriting the Klingon genome. So it, Klingon, the Klingons were experimenting with the conspiracy, trying to weaponize it. Yeah, was was this then probably not this person's choice? Was do we think this was done surreptitiously? Hmm. From from what we've found out here, Drew. Can't say that. Knowing the Klingons, this particular individual probably saw it as honorable to sacrifice himself for 
the glory of the empire and trying to weaponize conspiracy. Oh, you think he might have I mean, submitted to it? That's social yeah, theories disturbing. aside. Let's figure out more of what the medical. No, contacts. I want to argue about the philosophy for an hour, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, part of what this Star Trek. Star about. Trek. No, but just just a quick question, just for my own curiosity. So this 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 is a Klingon outpost. This is a Klingon outpost. So what we know about this outpost is that the commander vented the atmosphere in the outpost. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is this like an outpost that welcomes people or is this like a military thing? It's, it, it's... I mean, it's a Klingon outpost, so you got to expect that it is on some level a military outpost. It was a prominent outpost during the height of Klingon expansion, but that was about 80 years ago. Uh, it mm-hmm. has been since then a backwater station populated with the lowest of the low and people who really just didn't please their superiors. Not a lot of visitors. Not a lot of visitors. Okay. And, we do and basically also, everyone aboard is expendable. We we do also They're Klingons. Know, They're expendable. Yeah. We do also know that this is the station that sent the message to the Romulan warbird Decius that we found at the end of last episode mm-hmm. so now we've got mm-hmm. the we've got the dead body of of the alien we've got the dead body of the klingon what do you guys want to do next i transported outside the ship i mean at this point you can tell that there's there's nothing with the and i'll just tell you guys without the actual parasite itself you're fine well, and we I was going to say, bugs. so the parasite is no longer there. <laughs> was this person successful in cutting it out of himself or? Seems to have been, yes, and paid the price in the process. Mm. Okay. Does anybody know any Klingon words to to say in I'm, a situation I'm, like this? I have a, I have a focus in Klingon opera. <laughs> oh, is, is there a an aria that you think would be fitting? And also, Todd, can you perform it for us in, in the original Klingon? I'm a big fan of Milota myself. Oh my gosh, he turned off his camera. Is he going to go get a Klingon opera? <laughs> Are you, aren't, aren't you supposed to like... Oh my god. Aren't you supposed to just like hold them and scream upward? Like, is both, that both, <laughs> Sure. No. <laughs> Do you need a throat lozenge? I've got some here. I'm, I'm battling a little cold. I can. Ahem. 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 Tom, see, moo, take one. So at this point, I, I would recommend maybe spending a little time investigating the station. Because presumably that's where that escape pod came from. Klingon station, Klingon escape pod. You know, maybe we'll we'll put two and two together on that one. Let's so, just send a we... bunch of low-ranking officers and call it a day. Well, you signed up, <laughs> Lieutenant. Uh, I'm mobilized. Well, that only counts for when we're aboard the ship. But yeah, unfortunately, you can't take a security team with you. But you do know that there are no life signs aboard the station. I'm standing by with my phaser type two and my Ushan Tor, ready to go on the away team. Yep, I, All right. I volunteer as well if we want to take a shuttle over there in case we find anything to bring back or do we want to deal with the disturbance in the asteroid field? So, so the disturbance in the asteroid field does not affect the station. Oh. You can beam over there easily. 
I, I think it would be better to beam over there as opposed to taking a shuttle, because if there is something over there, we don't want to give them a way to get off that station. Mm, good point. Okay. Beam us up, Scotty. All right. So where are you going to beam? I don't know, man. I could. I feel like one of us should be really burking this up, arguing for the <laughs> shuttle. Like, <laughs> right, Rebecca, that's your job. Burk it up. You gotta you gotta be arguing for the wrong things here. Drew, Drew, text someone secretly that they also have that they've been implanted now and are on, on your team. <laughs> so, Hold on, I, I assume that like if we beam there we can beam back, right? Of yes. course. Yeah. Well, well okay. so why take a shuttle? Why would things you take happen. a shuttle if you can teleport? I don't because, because I'm really good at piloting, um, Rebecca. And I, mean, I want to do it you, as much as possible. So I will. I will also tell you. You can just take because, more things on a shuttle. I think. I mean, it's easier, right? I mean, you, you can beam as many things as you want. There's really not. You just have to so, hold them, like oh, can, hug them. Can you beam a shuttle, Drew? I don't think so. If you had a, you wouldn't download a you. shuttle. Can you? The USS Prodigy does download shuttles. It's pretty wild. They actually have a shuttle replicator. It's pretty dope. And I will also <laughs> say, you all know because of the the starfleet record that the there was a dead giveaway for anybody that has one of these parasites they have a little blue doodad a little gill sticking out of the back of their neck oh all right well i'm going to go into very surreptitiously go around to everyone and just like sneeze behind their back and go like Oh, excuse you, me. As, as Commander Lanera shows up for the away team mission, he's wearing a scarf. <laughs> You're looking really tense there, <laughs> Commander. Can I, can I give you oh, a, oh, no, no, it's, it's I'm oddly a, cold. Uh, I'm all oddly cold today, Lieutenant McInnerty saying. Deep Vulcan massage real quick. No, no, I'm fine. I'm too, I'm too tense. I'm too tense. Oh, okay. Okay. Get back okay. here. So Tied I, on. So I would suggest maybe scanning the station one more time. Oh, more scans, you say? This is some information that you could have gotten spending momentum to obtain information earlier in the episode, but I would recommend just, I'm going to let you guys get away with doing another scan, but I'm going to make it a difficulty two this time. Okay. I'm going to roll again. Here comes me rolling. And this is reason and science plus the ship's sensors and science. Does someone want to roll the sensors and science? I believe that's still a 12. I'll roll a d20. And I can assist. I have a 15. I've rolled a three because I'm the best. <laughs> can I also roll an assist on this? or? Oh, natural one. Oh, not even going to need it. Bingo. Natural one counts as two successes. Okay. So what I will reveal to you, you already figured out that the asteroid field has something going on with it. That is that it's rich in kelbonite, which is a refractory material that wasn't negatively impacting those things. But the, the scan that has down, shown Rebecca, that- Write that down. I just did, I just yes. did. <laughs> the scan has shown that the, the infirmary is the only section of the station that still has an atmosphere. Emergency bulkheads and hatches have sealed it off from the rest of the station, but the rest of the station is, of course, blown out into space. It's all opened up and uh, is is a vacuum inside. Maybe Command uh, Commander, I, I I recommend us suiting up to be beamed directly to the bridge to reestablish power and life support to the parts of the ship that we need to get. To where we need to go. Wouldn't reestablishing reestablishing power be better done from engineering? Why not so just I will, beam directly to the infirmary since 
Because so we're I'm... not going where it's safe first, Rebecca. We're plunging <laughs> into danger. So let me tell you guys, just uh, l- let me let me Star Trek GM side of things. I love the idea to go to the bridge. And in fact, you really do have two options here. You can beam straight to the infirmary and you can find out potentially what's going on there. Or you can beam to the command level. Not only can you reestablish the environmental protections throughout the rest of the station, but you can also get access to the commander's logs that you did not have access to before. That's probably going to be beneficial. And to be honest, that should be first before we bring life support back online, because if life support is gone, whatever is causing us trouble isn't going to come get us on the command level if we're all suited up in EV suits. That's assuming that they're not already on the command level, right? I mean, but, scan, I mean, scans didn't. I mean, scans these, didn't show any other life form. These things do need That's to true. breathe, and you know what you're scanning for because you know what these things are like. So is, I would say it, they're probably okay. Is it possible that life support was cut off intentionally? Oh yeah. Oh, oh we most know it definitely. was. Yeah. We, it was. It, the, we know it was as the Why commander. Why would we rush the, to turn it back on? No, we're we're going for the commander's logs based on the information we oh. get in those logs should tell us what the, to do the commander is the one who vented the atmosphere in the station saying oh, we are not I, ourselves. It, I didn't understand what that meant okay yeah. Yeah. all right yeah commander Linares tightens his scarf and says let's be to the EV suits right. everybody so, EV suits. Uh, here's a fun little thing because of the location trait of a vacuum if you would like to go in an EV suit it's only gonna cost you one momentum point per EV suit. <laughs> Son of a bee. <laughs> oh, that's how they get you. Uh, uh, did, did we earn some from this? We have four momentum right now. Well, yeah. How, did we just earn some from that other scan? We did. One. Yeah. So we're at four. Three. Four. No, we, we earned two because Tyler succeeded and I had three successes. And it was a difficulty two. Oh, it was three successes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So we have exactly five momentum. So we have exactly okay. enough. Oh, okay. let's do it. Oh, technically this is a scene change, meaning you lose a point of momentum after we put the seats on. <laughs> but I'm gonna let that slide. I'm gonna okay. let it slide right. for the sake of the game. I'm just gonna add three points. How does the, the scene change before we get over there? We're I'm gonna the make same a same. You know set. what? Drew, I'm gonna I'm going to assemble a model of a warp core. <laughs> Let me how many how many what's the diff, what's the challenge rating? <laughs> Alright, so, All right. okay, so we're in our EV suits, but we're at zero momentum. Yes. But look how So we are floating we completely still. <laughs> so you beam over to the command deck in your EV suits. Why does this look like the Sith version of a command deck? It's a well, it's Klingon. It's a Klingon station. It's not a human and, station. Oh, and they're the Sith. Got it. Klingons. I know. I know. It's it, a joke. It okay. Warp it was, is a Klingon, right? Yes. It wasn't a yes. good Warp's joke. Warp's the only Klingon I know. Okay. Well, if you he's need to know, Kling- he's the only Klingon. Yeah. If you need to know just one, that's the one to know. So, as you beam over, the command level functions as the operation center for the station. In size and design, it resembles the bridge of a late 23rd century bird of prey. Bird of prey is a ship, not a bird. Four support struts angle into the red-lit room from its circular edges. An elevated command chair and console sit opposite a hexagonal view screen. A recessed crescent in front of the command chair holds several 
operational consoles. On either side, two rotating gunners consoles control the station's disruptor turrets. So uh, you can restore atmosphere or you can try to go after the logs. Logs, logs, please. Can we do both? You can do both. Let's do logs um, first. Yeah, let's yeah, let's get those before logs first. we activate oh. life support for all the slugs that are in the walls. That's what I'm afraid of. For sure. <laughs> Again, I'm gonna make a note of that. Slugs in the walls. I will just slugs. say, y'all know how to scan for these things. This isn't. <laughs> you, you can... Oh, they would show up on life scan. Yeah, they would show up on life support, especially because you're looking for them. <laughs> never trust. Never trust. Never trust the GM. Drew's lying. Drew's lying through his teeth. I don't know these things. <laughs> yeah, we were just in the bridge running a scan. Life forms. Precious <laughs> life forms. <laughs> Body snatching life you. forms. Drew, what kind of role is it going to be to try to access these logs? All right. If you want to access the commander's logs, you do you go to the command chair and the an adjacent console, and it is a control plus security task with a difficulty of two. I'm rocking a 13, folks. You know, I'm beginning to wonder what I'm even good for. <laughs> Command! Absolutely nothing! Say it again now! What are the, oh. I'm sorry, what are, what, are the, what are the roles? I'm sorry. They are com- control and security. So I've got a grand total of 12 for that. Oh, it looks oh, like for me too. the the atropy heavy character is I, I will I will yeah. say a familiarity with the Klingon language might assist here. A lot of I don't know if, also a don't lot know of Klingon this has been control based. I've got and it seems like your character just has a lot of control. That is my high attribute. I do, I do have a focus in Klingon opera, so I am probably familiar with some words and phrases. So <laughs> that makes specific. sense. Makes sense as an assist. Okay. I'm rolling two D twenty. And. Yay! I I stink. I stink at rolling, so I'm great at it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we we just need an assist four. from Folos. What you, you don't technically need the assist with two successes. Okay. Do we want to try and build up the momentum? What's the complication on this? Because I'm trying to use. I'm trying to use. Oh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell it happens. No, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to use the macros. I'm trying to use the macros in the in the character sheet. Oh, oh right. it's uh, control plus security. So Okay. And then you click on control and it'll change color. You click on security and it'll change color and then when right. you click the die the task the, roll the the, the, little. the 2d20 or the d20 on the side it will should just roll it. Okay, and I'm and I am using focus. Uh, okay, so there you go. Either of those work. Nice. What was your number you're trying to hit? I mean, he got two successes, but he only well, actually rolls one only... die for assisting, so he's fine. Yeah. So, so one die, and I'm gonna let that count as two successes because of your Klingon language. So that gives you guys one momentum back. Yay! The the captain always records his logs in the form of opera. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have now unlocked the Kortar Station Commander's logs. So Yay. here we go. This is Betrell, son of Maketh, commander of the Kortar. Stardates have no meaning here, in my seventh year of banishment to this forsaken station for my father's dishonor. 
The filthy Tellarite sickness continues to spread. Five of my best warriors are now quarantined in the infirmary. Their fate <coughs> is unknown. But I have instructed Dr. Topag Hakla what, that failure is unacceptable. This is no kind of death for a warrior, even one in this accursed place. Sounds log one. Okay. Hmm. Any reaction before I read log two? Is that the most recent one, or is it the oldest one? That's the oldest. Of, that's the oldest one. I have we a feeling that it wouldn't be the oldest one, but you know. Well, of the two you've got, it's the oldest. Of the ones that the adventure path gave you. <laughs> he, no, he, yeah. he's out of space on his hard drive, so he has to delete like every week. <laughs> Glad we got here when we did. Yeah, get to the good stuff. I want the juicy bits. This is Betrell, son of Maketh, commander of the Kortar. The Tellarite is long gone, but our warriors remain locked in the infirmary. Topag claims he is doing all he can, but there is something strange about him. He has not been himself since this plague began. I must see for myself. I am going now to the infirmary to confront him. <laughs> we found our Burke, 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 Burke. Here comes the Burke. <laughs> is he a Burke or is he more of an Ash? Probably more going to be more of an Ash. <laughs> Probably going to be more of an Ash, but. All right, Very cool. so that is what you found out from the logs, and there's some other information there that you might be able to to do some other roles and something that you didn't think that you could do before. Do we have access to anyone else's logs here from the command level? No one else at this forsaken outpost seems to be taking any logs. It seems like the commander barely cares. Doesn't even we're, put star dates in there. Only we're lucky one person that one... takes notes? What, when does that ever happen? <laughs> that, is a, yeah, that is a reflection of real <laughs> life. Right? Right. Well, I mean, like, the, the fact that we got one Klingon to take logs, that's, you know, that's something. Uh, but is there anything in those in those logs that you might have noticed that could be a clue at something that you might want to investigate? Next location, maybe where he went. Mm. Down to the... We know he went to the infirmary. Medical bay, yeah. But that oh that's the the place we'd probably be going next right yeah you're gonna go to the infirmary next anyway that is still has life support okay all right who but, did he say he was going to confront the chief the doctor officer yeah Tor chief medical Pog. officer the doctor Pog. he also mentions Pog? A, a, he <laughs> also mentions, and, and, and this this might just be because like, you guys aren't super familiar with the uh, races in Star Trek, species in Star Trek, a Tellarite sickness, and that a Tellarite has been to the station and left the station at some point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the, the species name was familiar to me, but I wasn't really sure what that... <clears throat> what is a Tellarite? Are they the pig-faced they... ones? They are one of the founding three or founding four members of the of the Federation. It was humans, Vulcans, Andorians, and Tellarites. And Tellarites are the Andorians. sort of sort of they got tusks that come out. They're all furry, and they will either have five fingers or three fingered paws, depending on what the makeup department wanted to do that day. <laughs> they don't show up very often because their makeup is really difficult. <laughs> Yeah, look, if you're an alien in, in, in Star Trek, you're just like a human with some weird forehead stuff. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they love those weird foreheads on Star weird Trek. Weird foreheads. Yeah. Just, you know. 
So we don't want to. We to, don't want to do guys, a lot of wide shots. Guys, so. to those <laughs> aliens, we have the weirdest forehead. It's just smooth. Yep. It's so <laughs> odd. Klingons yeah, had smooth up. foreheads for a while. They <laughs> were. <laughs> All right, so from here, you can restore the atmosphere and also probably need to just do that to get the turbo lifts working again. Or and the, uh, you can- Are they pneumatically maybe... pressurized? I don't know. I just want you to do it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and, well, and I was just also, wondering if they're like a, if, a I mean, mail if tube. <laughs> if, we're still, if we're still in EV suits and we can get power to the turbo lifts and and to be able to unlock any secure bulkheads that we need to get there. I say we leave leave the EV suits on and uh, make our way make our way towards sick bay with the EV suits on. It could be because yeah, if we end up for some reason opening into a chamber that was exposed to space, then You're that might cause us to have a bit yeah. of an issue. Yeah. Some explosive decompression. Also, yeah. you can you can also, as part of it, now that you have information about a Tellerite that has been to the station, you can check the the docking manifest of the and the the external security footage to see if you can find that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I feel like the whole engineering thing is kind of my thing. So I would what I would like to do is uh, if we've decided, I guess. Our commander should probably be the one to make the call. If we decided to not restore atmosphere, I would want to see what else what else I can restore. Like get as much systems running, get ourselves as much access as possible. With without without reestablishing life support. Right. Correct. Okay. I, I do want to say, and this is just me as a GM talking. Life support's not gonna be an issue. It's gonna it just don't worry about it too much. It'll mm -hmm. be fine. Don't read into that either. <laughs> can, uh, can I? All right. Then in that case, can I roll to just bring this station up and maybe give ourselves access so that we're not running into problems anywhere? Yes. Yeah, so that's going to be a control, a control plus engineering task. Control. Yes. It does. It control does. has to do with anything that you need to like. Control, well, like well, well. Looks system. like the control and, heavy characters coming back. And, <laughs> wow, you do have eleven control. That I do, wild. don't I? That is so wild. Pick the OP. Character. I mean, Seth, what is your control? Nine. Mm, yeah. <laughs> My reason is twelve. <laughs> well, you are a lieutenant junior grade. So maybe that. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. So, yeah. so this will be a a control plus engineering task with a difficulty of three. I also have an ability called jury rig, when attempting to perform an, a task to perform repairs, I can reduce the difficulty by two, but it only lasts a single scene, plus. At one additional scene per momentum spent before it, it goes down again. So if we want to just kind of like hand wave this and spend the momentum, we can. Do we have momentum at the moment? All right. One. So Tyler. We yeah, we one? have one. So I would not. I all right. So here, let me come at you with these two things, Drew. I have a focus in power systems, oh, as there, well as damage damage reporting procedures. Oh, then I think you might still be the best person to roll this. Because I don't have any I will, focuses. Because the yeah, focus. I would, I would say that, that those would both be good focuses. Now, you're only going to get bonus for one of those focuses. So you're not going to get one success that counts for three. But. 
but why I'm, not? I will, I will roll to assist them. Good. Okay. And just do a normal normal roll for that. And I suck, so I'm great at this game. Six on the dice. Oh, no, Seth. Oh, oh no. no. Seth, 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 you're way too good. At, oh. At rolling. So I'm rolling like Honto here. <laughs> yeah, those those would both have been crits in our most recent pirated. Uh, well, the the fourteen is a failure. A failure as because well. the engineer is apparently really bad at engineering. Well, they might be really good at Starfleet engineering, but Klingon engineering at a yeah Klingon station like this. Maybe you're really good at all about daring control. engineering, but not and, control. And let's just say that, that <laughs> yeah, I'm good at reasoning what, engineering. What was the number you're trying to hit there? 13. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, oddly, though, you notice that systems are coming back online. You also notice that bulkheads to the exterior are closing and that the the atmosphere is returning to the station. Uh-oh. Does that, does mm. that happen? Was that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Oh, Hold no. on a second. I want to I make sure that I have expended all of my options before I just accept that this character is just garbage and I should probably just be quiet the rest of the I, night. I, I, will, I will say... I wouldn't worry about it too much. Hmm. Nope. Okay. All right. All right. I'll just I'll just let it roll then. With that said, now you can you can investigate the operations consoles, see if you can find out more about this this Tellarite. Is that something you guys want to do before you go to engineering or for, excuse me, go to yes. the infirmary? Yeah, yeah, let's get the info. All right, so this is a reason plus con task. <laughs> I'm it in is, there. It is a difficulty of two. It's not control, are you sure? Double check. Reason plus con. Now, this is an operations console, so it's, it's more just accessing the systems, not repairing anything in it. Um, I, have a, I have a 15 there. Oh, hey, that is uh, really so good. Nice. I will also say that this has a complication range of three. And as we learned earlier, that means that complications can happen on a 20, a 19, or an 18. Whoa. Not just on a 20. I did not know that. All right, Seth. This is your chance at redemption. I'm, I'm sure, going to roll to assist as well here. I have a 14. Nicely done. Wait, wait. So that's two successes for me. Excellent. What? So what are we doing right now? I'm sorry. So, you... so this is. <gasps> oh no, I've messed it up for everyone. Oh no! I've rolled an eighteen. Oh, Patrick. <laughs> pa Patrick's like, I don't need to roll because Seth got enough successes. Oh, but I'm doing it anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he didn't have. I thought we didn't have it yet. Yeah. No. We I did messed have it. it all up. <laughs> Hatches around you clang and rattle shut. The consoles stop responding to your actions. The station's shields go up, preventing beam out. The computer has sealed you in the command level. Oh, Damn it. Boy. Our, uh, the, the last thing before the great World War III genetics war, the, the height of human entertainment, I, I, I turn around to everyone and I'm, I'm like, did I do that? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Steve Urkel this so this a is man. a command level lockout this is a situation trait and it applies until it is resolved so if you guys would like to get around this you're going to have to disable the computer security protocols 
But I have to- I have star I have a focus in Starship Internet internal security. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I hope this will work. But first and foremost, you must study the software. You must study the program to figure out how to get around it. Homework. This is a multi-part challenge. So the first step is a reason plus engineering task with a difficulty of two. (laughs) I have a 16 on that. Nice. Nice. I have a 13, so I could potentially help. I go over to Han Ordell, and I'm like, I'm very sorry. Can you please fix whatever I've done here? I I bow down to your your ability to program in Klingon plus language. I didn't. I've met, I, I I've met really people like I've met people like you over six lifetimes. I'm I'm fine, thank you. I, it doesn't bother me that much anymore. All right. <laughs> All right. So that's reason plus engineering difficulty of two. And let's see. Do you have any applicable focuses here? I have power systems, warp drive, astrophysics. Yeah, no, I don't think I've I have anything that really applies. But you've here. got two successes right there. Yeah, you said that's something. So, so with this, I will allow you guys. Well, do you have two momentum to even spend? Nope. No. All right, then never mind. That was going to introduce something called create an advantage, where you could spend momentum to make the next step easier. <laughs> so now you need. So you know the software. You know what you need to do. Now it's just a matter of doing it. And this is a control plus engineering task. Difficulty of two. I have a 10. Back to me, 14. 13. All right, so Patrick, roll Seth assist. If needed. All right, rolling it. One success. I think we failed. What number did you need there, Seth? I needed 13. I rolled one over that. Oh, you want to spend that momentum to get another one, Patrick? Can I do? Oh, yeah. Can you do that? Like post roll? Yeah. I'll let it happen. (laughs) Wait, do we we have momentum? Oh, no. Does this have a complication range? Can we, like, agree on something before we just slap dice all across the table? Like, we're just, like, (laughs) slapping. I got got an itchy uh, dice finger. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah. Do we have momentum to spend? Yes. Well, no, we don't anymore. Oh, good, 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 good. I rolled a 19, so. Such a good use. Does this? No, this is using engineering. (laughs) I have a question. What does determination do again? Determination is an automatic natural one, but you have to be in a very specific circumstance to okay. So to, that to use it. we can't use that to like that, save like us if you here. if you see your your values section on your character sheet, it has to attribute to one of your values. Okay. Torek has a very good point. That's a reverse two two. Yeah, in this yeah. nineteen on the yeah. dice. Natural toots are pretty good in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Not so, bad. <laughs> so here's the thing about this is that it doesn't actually give me any negative consequences for failing this. Okay. So the only time that that this would have been worse is if you had rolled a complication with this. That would make it more difficult. Uh-huh. But for this, I will let you, and since you didn't know this ahead of time, I'll give you the momentum point back Thank and you can re-roll. You. Thank you. 
So, so we're just we're again. just attempting the whole thing over again. Just this, just the disengage disengage security program. What you tried didn't work, but luckily you didn't make it worse. So now you just try, try again. All right, All right. I'm gonna roll my assist. Kind of like when we were rolling strength checks to get that door open way back in the day. Makes sense. We're just kind of wasting time. I succeeded once with an eleven. Okay. Save us, okay. Seth. Save us with your bad rolls. Well, no. Nope. I rolled a 14 again. Well, you roll two. You're the lead on this, so. Oh, I, oh, I'm the lead this time. Oh yes, right. You, I think. You're uh, I, I did not. I did not hear no, that. No, this I is apologize. the this roll is again. the control plus engineering task. Control plus engineering. Is that? That's that's you, Pat. Oh, that's sorry. you, Patrick. We're doing the exact oh. same thing we just failed on. Yes. But I only rolled the single 19. Oh, that was like an additional one. Okay, sorry. The, my yes, bad. That was, the, that was the momentum. My bad. Uh, two there we go. successes. Uh, 11 and a 9. All okay. right. Those hatches clang open, and you guys can get back to work. So from here. Can we turn uh, down the shields? Shields are now down. You're okay, good. good. You're bypassed. Everything like that. The only thing left to do up here is if you wanted to access the, if you wanted to try to access the the system to find out more about the Tellarite, you can. Is do that, that like Control Command or something? It's Reason plus Con. Difficulty two. I mean, I have a fifteen on that also. <laughs> yes, I would like to do the Tellarite thing. So I have a question, Drew. Uh, looking at my character sheet. It says, untapped potential. Whenever you succeed at a task where you bought one or more additional dice with either momentum or threat, you roll one, and then it shows the Star Trek badge. What does that mean? That uh, That's rolling a D6. Okay. And it says, you receive bonus momentum equal to the total on that die, or add one to threat if an effect is rolled. So if you so if the way that the D6s work in combat is if you roll a one or a two, you deal either one damage or two damage. A three or four mean nothing, and a five or six are effect dice, which is the one or two, but with an effect of the weapon on it. Okay. The way, so the, the way this reads to me is that if you rolled a four, you would gain four bonus momentum. Right. But if you gain anything you rolled, above that. But if you rolled a five or a six, I get threat. Okay. Guys, are you guys okay with me taking the risk to get us some momentum back? Oh, please save us, Seth. Yeah. Okay. With your strong so, brain. My 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 two brains. You know what? I think I might want to do another thing here too. So so what is it we're specifically trying to access right now? You are trying to information access... about the Tellarites. Yes, this is the the operations console. Okay, because another thing I can do is I can invoke joined which says that i can once permission declare a former host had a specific expertise so i gain a single focus for the remainder of that scene i don't know what well focus it's not that we here. want to know about tellarites in general it's like this very specific like we want to see security yeah. cam footage or see right. when they came or whatever right right what i mean right. is that i can gain any focus which means i can get a focus that is pertinent to the situation or the role I mean, that's pretty powerful. You can get so I, may, I would maybe hold on that since this isn't like do or die kind of information. I don't okay. think. I think I'll just I'll just roll three d twenty and we'll go. I from think there. that's gonna. Yeah, I, I I like that more. So I'm trying to hit thir fifteen or below. Oh my goodness! I mean, you did do that. <laughs> you did do that. 
<laughs> Hatches around you clang and rattle shut. The console... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're just going to let that go. And we're going to go ahead. Because you do have two successes on here. So, so gonna... I roll a D6 then? Yeah. Why did you roll 3D20? Because I used, the, I used our momentum. Okay. No, we don't have any. Yeah, we do. We give it back. I gave it back because... Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now we don't have any. You roll three. Well, let me roll this. I used, one, the, I used our. We'll see what happens. Roll lowish. You. <laughs> Natural six. On a D. We don't get any oh. momentum back, and in fact, Drew gets threat now. Yay! All right, the security footage. You do see that a Tellarite freighter has routinely docked, making runs between this station and the Cordelon system. Cordelon system. Hmm. Quick to stellar cartography. <laughs> so with that said, if you had any momentum to spend, I would allow you to spend it to gain more information, but you don't. So let's go back over to the infirmary. You guys ready? Roger that. You guys mind if I don't roll any more dice tonight? Just like, you know, <laughs> I'm bowing out. <laughs> no more dice for you, I guess. The infirmary. Oh, let me change our, let me change our, our map here. Is this a Not new scene? A, uh, no, this is all one scene. Oh, okay. Nice try. I don't know what constitutes a scene. I figured it would be a Whenever scene. Drew says it's a scene change. Basically, basically, when you transition from one location to another location at right, like that's a what place. we're doing. That's why I asked. No, but you're, you're taking an elevator down. That's not a different place. That's the same place, just a different floor. Okay. I think in a script, that would be a different scene, Drew. Whatever, it's fine. I just, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the rule whenever Drew says so. Honestly, honestly, you're gonna save you're gonna, rule. You're gonna be happier because if it was a scene, you'd lose momentum. Not that you have any to lose in the first place. I don't place. have any, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Okay. The infirmary is a cramped and dim, dimly lit two-room ward. Mutilated Klingon corpses occupy the four bio beds in the main examination room, along with four dead parasites. These parasitic beings appear to be different, larger than the ones encountered on the Alcubierre. The station surgeon is slumped on the floor, stabbed in the back with a Daktag dagger. Hmm. So, examining the bodies with a medical tricorder, meaning the one that Rebecca has, is a reason plus medicine task with a difficulty of three. I can do that. I have a 16. Go for it. So. I think that's two successes. Bingo, do you have any focuses? Correctum mundo. Because you've rolled two successes, which is great. Murder mystery stories. Yes. (laughs) I forgot all about (laughs) that. Okay. You know what? I'll allow it. I think it applies here more than any other time. The infirmary with the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> so that that takes it up to four. So that takes it up to four, and you guys get a so momentum two, back. Two momentum, yeah. So basically, what you find is that the the bodies in the room seem to match the body of the Klingon that you found in the escape pod. What What do you mean by match? They have they're very similar. They've got the exoplating, like exoskeleton, the big forehead ridges. Lots of stuff like that. They're okay. de-evolved. 
So now if we go into the second room, this is the surgeon's off the surgeon's office. It contains a desk, a chair, etc. And you can now access the computer systems to reveal an encoded audio message that was never transmitted. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. I think just because it's late. But to do that, <laughs> it's going to be a reason plus security task. And this is something that we will actually take with us because you can't actually decrypt the message message here. You have to take it back to the ship to, de to decrypt. So let's make a copy of it. And really, that's about all she wrote. Oh, so so we don't have to roll for that? No. Drew, I, I, I'm... I think we're missing a body, right? We're still missing Yeah, because there the were captain. five. There were five there were five in the infirmary according to the captain's log. Right? And we only and we only saw four plus well, we the saw, surgeon. We saw four parasites. Do we also see four Klingon bodies? Is that right? Corpses occupy the four bio beds <laughs> with four dead parasites. So, so four corpses, four parasites. We're missing one warrior from the infirmary and the captain. Drew. So remember that the captain from the command deck opened everything out to space. Right. You think oh, we, think we so, got a floater? So the escape pod would also account for maybe one of these yes. people. Right. So maybe that's the captain? No, the escape pod is one of these patients they got out. The escape pod uh, is oh, the patient. Okay. 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 So we have we have our proper body count, I guess. We don't have, we only have four of the parasite bodies though, right? Presumably, pre presumably the, the other parasite was the one that was ripped out of the one that you beamed aboard and then So was the, that body lost. should be in the escape pod more than likely, I would guess. Yeah. The parasite. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought we didn't find the parasite, so. Cause you I just beamed, beamed the body. You, you just yeah, we just, yeah, we just beamed the body. So it's possible, since we haven't actually seen the inside of the escape pod, if we were okay, to, it could be perhaps out there, there would be. Floating in space. Okay. Yeah, there would be there. You're, uh, you're pretty sure, though, that that parasite is fully dead and not a concern. Okay. Yeah, bioscience uh, and everything. All right. So with that said, you guys have pretty much finished everything on the Cortar. So do you guys want to beam back to the Magellan and try to decrypt this message? Yeah. Sounds like it. Um, Sounds like a plan. Sounds fun. Yep. But wouldn't this kind of ship have a bunch of guns on it? It's a Klingon ship, right? It's got to have a lot of guns. What's a station? Station. That's it a station. Have, it's got to have a lot of guns, right? That's a good point. It has like 80-year-old Klingon disruptors that are totally outclassed Boo. by the weapons Boo. on your galaxy-class starship. Nothing sharp and pointy that looks really cool? But the knife sticking out, yeah. of, the doc, out of the guy's back? Yank it out and like, trophy! <laughs> Bingo. It's, it's, like one of those, like, it's like one of those like three section knives. Yeah. A Doc Tog mm. is the one that clicks out and mm -hmm. the good Klingon knife, the cool Klingon yeah. knife. Yeah. <laughs> the one that you get in a. What was, the, what was that first person Klingon shooter? Klingon knife. It's like uh, Klingon honor or something. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go back to the Magellan and let's try to decrypt this message. So now that you're back on the ship, you get to use the ship's systems again. So this is going to be a reason and security task that is assisted by the ship's security and communications with a difficulty of three. Okay. Hey, so I have a 14 on this. Comms and security for the ship is an, only an 11. I have a 12. 
I'm sorry. What what was it for humans or for living things? Not the reason plus security. Security. Got a twelve as well. You're up, Todd. <laughs> no, I have a fourteen. <laughs> well, to, to oh, back, okay. back you up, yeah. I also have a fourteen. Oh well, then never mind. Todd, Todd, you're out. Or unless you want to. But I'm not. But I'm not. Never I'm not rolling dice never anymore. Mind. So I mean, technically, you could both assist. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Go for it. Get, get to rolling, you guys. I feel like I'm. No, I'm not rolling. So again. You want I'm me roll to read this, and Seth can assist. And I hereby authorize that you make a copy of the file, so that if the file gets corrupted or messed up, that you have a second. Copy. All right. We we make a copy and also put our shields up. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I feel like uh, Dr. Chaprell, I have to look at my name tag every time that I have to say my name, but Dr. Chaprell would, I mean, this came from the surgeon's office. I think that she would volunteer to try okay. to decrypt it. You yeah. know, she re, she speaks science jargon and she would the understand password the password is surgery. Better. Patrick, I, I like the idea of, of, of just finishing everything you say when playing this game with, and we put the shields up. <laughs> <laughs> That's our, our go-to. And by the way, the shields are up this entire time. Raise shields. All right. So should I do the task roll and then we see if we need any kind of assistance? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you oh, want to. Oh, no, that's use. two failures. One of those. Not, the file well, is not, deleted. Not just oh. <laughs> two failures. Oh, boy. The file is deleted and somehow it deleted the other copy. Really? Aww. I'm just kidding. No, you can reroll that. Make a copy first and put the shields up. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we're under attack. I can re-roll that? What do you mean I can re-roll that? Roll again. Roll again. Roll there's again. no there's oh, no okay. consequences there's no to not deciphering. For it. Yeah. Go to yellow alert. Got one. All right. So we, we need an this assist. Is a, oh, and make sure you're rolling the ship as well. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, I'll just roll it. Oh, yeah. Tyler, it's security plus communications. Tyler, missed I rolled a 12. It's an 11, so no, the ship is not helping. But I rolled a three. But Yay. that's two successes, yeah. but you need three. So, uh, Todd, you want to mm. drop a Todd, roll? Todd, 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 Todd. Reason plus security. You've got this, Todd. You've got this. I mean, you only roll one of them. But the first one you rolled is a 12. That'll work. Yay. We're All the right. best. All right, so I, <laughs> I'm so soft on you guys. Oh, here we go. Here is the here is the fully decrypted file. The Cortar project has been an abysmal failure. Besides myself and a few notable exceptions, the Klingons are proving to be an incompatible species for integration. I have not been able to overcome their propensity to regress into primitivism. I recommend we abandon the project. For now, our plans will have to progress without. And the message ends abruptly. Mm -hmm. Without. Ah. Mm. So with that said, the, that wraps up our, our encounter on the, the Klingon station Kortar. Right. So so your ship's systems, as you have fed it the information about the Tellarite ship, the ship's records show a Klingon outpost on the sixth moon of Corallon 4. Cordelon 4, excuse me. A of gas course. Track. Where else? The Klingons mined the frozen moon for diamagnetic ore until abandoning the operation during the economic <sighs> disarray that followed the destruction of Praxis over 70 years ago. 
Diamagnetic ore pr produces a disruptive field akin to atmospheric and electrical storms. It scrambles sensor readings and communications, and as such, it makes this forgotten and out-of-the-way location a suitable place for those who wish to operate in secret. Hmm. All right, Rue, will you set let's course? Let's go get it. Let's set a course, punch it. Engage. And that is where we're going to end this week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Next week, we are going to jump forward in real world time by a number of weeks, but in Star Trek time, not that much. So I'm sure I will have something to say about that next week. I want to thank my cast. And of course, I want to thank our special guest cast, Todd A. Davis, Mr. Todd A. Davis of the Computer Resume podcast, tackling Star Trek one episode at a time in chronological order. Please check out his show, Computer Resume, where podcasts are found. And of course, you can find us at CosmicCrit.com and all of the different places on social media at CosmicCrit.com slash CosmicCrit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Email us CosmicCrit at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments. And of course, we will see you next week. Live long and prosper. Peace. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.